0: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Hello and welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we discuss Blizzard and its mini games while staring fixedly at them like a magic eye painting, hoping that it will come together and we'll see picture tracer or something. It would be great. But it never works for me. I always just get a headache. Uh, with me this week or two, simply astonishing co-hosts. There. They're like X-Men, only not. Well, Anne might be at this point. She's been exposed to enough radiation. We'll see what happens. Uh, first up, we'll, in fact, introduce Anne. Anne, what are you doing?
0: It wasn't radiation. It was just lasers.
1: Lasers are radiation. Light amplified by specific emission of radiation.
0: Okay. Well, still, I haven't begun to exhibit any X-Men abilities yet, unfortunately.
1: See, the lasers they're hitting me with are just burning holes in my eyes. But, but usually if I see to...
0: a magic eye picture, it's a sailboat.
1: Mm, I've never actually gotten one of them to work. I always just get a headache. So what have you been doing right in games? You head. said you wanted to talk about it.
0: Um, no, oh, I, I, I think I recognized it from... Was it from Clerks? Yes. <laughs> I, I did get it. Clerks 2, just... actually. Um, the one right. where they're in the mall. Anyway, uh, was that Clerks or Clerks 2? No, that was Clerks 2. It, it was the one in color. It was the one in color. Um, so anyway... Uh, Last night, I was messing around. I've been trying to kind of like offhand in my zealousness to complete everything. I've been trying to knock off all of the pet battle, the world quests. There's an okay. achievement for finishing all of them. And I'm down to layers like maybe five I haven't done just because they don't pop up on the map very often. And then I realized that in Dalaran, oh, Stitches Junior Junior was up, which was one of the ones that I needed for this particular achievement. So I went, oh, mall rats, Thank you, M. Blackwell. It was mall Rats, not Clerks. Clerks, too, <laughs> is something completely different, too. Anyway, so mall rats. Um Spiritual successor. What was I saying? Stitches Jr. Jr. So Stitches Jr. Jr. is up in Dalaran and I'm like, okay, cool. I need that one for the achievement. Let's pop over to Wowhead because what I do with these, typically speaking, is I'll go look up whatever the thing happens to be on Wowhead and then look in the comment section because invariably there are 20 to 30 different people who have offered a variety of strategies to complete these things for a variety of different achievements. The one that I'm looking for is which one will make me kill it fastest, you know? Um... So in the comment section, someone said, oh, if you use a blind rat, you can almost like solo him with a blind rat. I'm like, what is a blind rat? I don't have one of those. And then, <laughs> so I click on that link and they're like, blind rat is in Dollar on sewers. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, no wonder I don't hang out there very often. I guess I'll go down and get one of those because why not? So I go down there, go to find a blind rat. There are none available. So I, I, they. The, the comments, they, they seem to imply that if you just sat around long enough, they, they would spawn like they're kind of a constant spawn down there. So I'm down there waiting, and then I realize that the fishing pools, like the little fishing pools for the sightless eyes, those are available and up in the one corner of of the downstairs basement area, and I figure, okay, well, I'll just do some fishing while I'm sitting here waiting for these rats to show up. So I'm fishing, and then I fish up this thing that's like a mark of something or other, and I'm like, what is this? It says, oh. click it to teleport, and I'm like, okay. So then I <laughs> click it, and I teleport to this island outside of Dalaran. Um, and there's a guy there with a really mouthy elemental, and he's like, hey, can you fish a thing from the lake? I said, okay. So I fish the thing from the lake, and then all of a sudden, long story short, I have a new reputation bar to grind out. <laughs> oh, you didn't know about that one. Oh, God. <laughs> well, so people are I... telling me about it. They're like, what about the fishing guy? And I'm like, oh, fishing. Pfft, I don't care yeah. about that. Well, now it's there. It's in my reputation it's... pane. Yeah. And since it's in the reputation pane, I have to finish it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's um uh, well, Rossi introduce me. At this
1: me. point, I was gonna say yeah. Uh, at this point, we will introduce him since he's here filling in for Alex. Um, yes, he's not Alex. We created him from a lab as an exact inversion of Alex. So, yes. Take it away. Take it away, non-Alex.
2: I'm not Alex. I am in fact Mitch, and I don't remember what I was saying to Anne.
0: You were Suffice saying you something were about the fishing it. guy. Yeah,
2: the the fishing guy. I oh I still don't have that one done because. Uh, just, yeah, there's so much so many reputations i don't have the falcoso reputation either oh um oh yeah what i was gonna say though is group finder is apparently your friend like they're i've seen lots of screenshots of people who are you know doing those in group finder and it's just like 40 man raids of people fishing so if you do want to complete that one why that's good.
0: does that I... make it faster
2: Yes, I don't really. Un- I haven't looked into that faction too much because here's doing what I figured out. Things.
0: While you're fishing in this little pond in front of this dude, you're fishing out these little mana pieces that he wants, right? While you're fishing it out of that little pond, occasionally you'll get an item, and you click it, and it'll spawn an elemental thing, and you kill the elemental, and then the pond will go all whoa, sparkly, and then all you fish out of it is the mana stuff, and then
2: okay, okay. So I think it's it's. You know, the more people fishing, the you know, the more likely that dude is to spawn. Maybe it's kind of like. Do you remember uh, End of Warlords when there were garrison fishing raids because you could finally yes. share loot? Uh, it, it's kind of like that. Um, okay. Where everyone just comes together to fish stuff and actually share a common goal with no ulterior motives.
0: Oh, okay. And it's, a Kia warrior in the chat wow. channel says yes. that says that you have to fish in a raid because there's a buff to get special fish but it only shows in raid it's useless unless oh. you are in a raid okay i might have to try that later tonight cuz what i ended up doing was um i had netflix open in the other window so i just fired up a tv show and netflix started and fish yeah started that and then started fishing and i was like okay so um i finally like finished up i was like okay i'm almost all the way through like the second bar of this little progression thing. So I'm just going to call it quits for the night. So I get on my flying mount and then I fly away. And then I realize that I still have not fought stitches, junior, junior, which was what the whole thing.
2: Oh, right.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. When I play world of Warcraft, I do it to look pretty or kill things. Yeah. I never know what you guys are talking about. It's <laughs> like new reputation fishing guy. Why would you fish? <laughs>
0: The fishing is just Why because heesh? it's there, and also because Oodlefisk. But, you know. These are not things that people. Oh, call it in the I... chat channel. Netfi- Netfish and Gill.
2: Oh, oh, I like you. That Callen. was
0: good. That was good. That was bad. Excuse but it was me. Good.
1: My, my kidneys just exploded. Anyway, you um, <laughs> should probably talk about top stories because, you know, it's, this is the the big Overwatch month, but, really.
2: The Stitches Junior Jr.
1: Oh, she said she didn't do
0: it. it is, I oh, did. that. Oh, you did do it? Yeah, yeah. I did, after all okay, of that. I, after I, I realized that I had wasted, question. like, two hours not doing it. Actually, you know what? We're going to talk about something slightly different, because... Follow-up, instead of follow-up talk up questions. Up.
1: No, 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 no more follow-up questions. You just have uh, a million...
0: It's a I want pet- to talk, <laughs>
1: talk about Squirky.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> he's asking human. about the pet battle stuff, Rossi, so let him ask uh, real quick.
2: I just... Have you seen the achievement to beat all, like, the specific pet tamers with one class yes. of pet? That is... it's just terrible that's a a terrible achievement it's it's great but it's terrible it is mostly terrible
0: but speaking of pet battles we should talk about squirky because rossi just said we should talk about squirky and that is a pet battle thing
2: yeah because i mean
1: i didn't even know what this was till i logged on today and my wife was like we have to go to an island off the shore of azuna yes and it it's not kidding when you say off the shore of azuna it's like out there like, you just kind of fly. It's when, you, when you're flying to it, the map changes. Like, I was looking at the map, map of Azuna, <laughs> map of Azuna. Suddenly, I'm looking at the Broken Shore. Like, what? I'm not on the Broken Shore. What? Then suddenly, it goes back to being Azuna again. So you're like, it's like, okay, whatever. Uh, and you get there, and it's an island completely full of elite homicidal murlocs, which yours truly has to kill, um, whilst someone else tames tiny
2: baby murlocs. They're it's called little-
0: sea Break Isle.
2: Yeah, yeah if if you look at the stream right now, this is what you get out of it. Is Squirky is the newest Murloc pet, and it's been something that has been in the game files for I don't know how long. And I know Quintessence, who's really into pet battles and does stuff on Warcraft pets, has constantly been asking feasal "Are you talking about Squirky? Is Squirky in the game?" Um, well, now Squirky's in the game, surrounded. And if by you aren't, Murlocs.
0: if you if you don't happen to be watching the stream right now because you're listening to this on the actual show release, uh, Squirky, he's a bright yellow murloc with like orange trim on him. Um, he's it's, battle pet, humanoid battle pet like all of the other Merlocks that are out there. It it's is, a new murloc
2: model too. Yeah, like, it it's is. not the one you're probably thinking it is.
0: It almost looks like kind of claymation to a degree a little bit. he He looks like clay. He looks like he was molded out of clay. I don't know. He's real cute. Um, he hits like a truck. He has a fish slap ability. That's pretty cool. Um, you can go in and get him with, I I just took a turnip in, took the terrible turnip in there and smacked him around with that until I could catch him. Um, if you have a pet with an ability with the, um, I think it's a weakened blow ability. So it's either the turnip or you can use the molten corgi for super bark or, uh, the new, snowballed that you can get out of trial of the crusader also has weakened blow um any of those will work against him effectively just make sure that you've got a couple of good pets as backup because i think it's critters there are critters there's either the raccoons that hit like a freight train or spiders that poison think like, there's crazy. also the
2: rapano or whatever it's uh, honestly it's not as bad as i thought it's the yeah. island is full of 110 Elites, but it's also full of the pets. It's not like uh, a boss. There's not just one a pet, pet there battle. for
0: everybody to grab. Yeah, it, it's... They are all over looking... the island. One difference between
1: this model and the previous Baby Murloc-type battle pet models is previous ones kind of have buck teeth, like have the tiny little buck teeth coming out the front. Yeah. Squirky has two big tusky teeth coming up from the lower jaw, and they're widely spaced. They Think of, think of every Horde mount ever. They're like that. They have these, the two teeth coming up from the bottom jaw. And his head's a bit bigger. He, he looks more of a cross between the baby Murloc and an adult Murloc. He looks like he might be like a teenager Murloc.
2: Yeah. So, let's, But yeah, he is very pretty. Um, if you are capable of doing it, I recommend going with the stealth class. Because the stealth classes, uh Unless you really just want one and want to get out of there. But I, I went with the stealth class because you can stealth around the island and for the most part, not get walked into by a path of anger murlocs uh you can start a pet battle if it's not the rarity you want which is what i was after was the rare squirky um you leave the pet battle you're still in stealth and then you just go around keep doing that um so if if you have a stealth class it really helps if you're after like the rare squirky because otherwise you're going to be killing lots of stuff
0: all you have to do which is not necessarily bad but With stealth classes, as long as you're stealthed when you engage the battle pet, you will be stealthed throughout the pet battle. You just need to make sure that you are standing off in an area out of a patrol path, because if they patrol on top of you, they will aggro. Um, On top of the battle pet, though, that you can get in-game, they also released Squirky as a new Murloc plush, which we haven't had one of those in a while, and he's available on the Blizzard Gear Shop, and he's so cute.
2: I, when I first saw the news, I actually thought that Squirky was like, you had to buy the shop thing to get. And I was yep. kind of disappointed that after all this time, Squirky would be a shop item. But no, it's just a, a bonus.
0: It's a tie-in bonus. You can get them in-game, and you can get them to cuddle at home, which is kind of great. I- I'm glad that they're still releasing like this weird little, every now and again, there's just like cool stuff that kind of pops up. Where it's like, yeah. oh, oh, this was hidden here, now it's not. So yeah,
2: yeah. And as as Liz pointed out in the Blizzard Watch post, uh, these plushies don't tend to stay on the stores. Like no, you know, sometimes you'll you know if you, if you collect the Welblink pets, usually they're there unless they're out of stock or they were like a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Uh, the Merlock pets they come and go and then they're gone. Uh, so if you have any interest in this. I would get it.
0: Jump on it. Yep. Don't wait. Also, now we'll get back to the
1: thing that I was originally saying when I interrupted myself so I could talk about a Murloc because I'm just that person. Uh, it's, the, it's the anniversary of Overwatch, their one year anniversary this month. I think it was last week, but I'm not 100% of that.
0: No, their one year anniversary is officially tomorrow. There's tomorrow. Overwatch, yeah, Overwatch launched like worldwide on May 24th.
1: So, yeah, one year tomorrow, and uh, they've been doing a lot of stuff to celebrate it. Um, they, whole new skins, I believe, was what, what I was looking at today. They have um, a
0: mess of brand new skins. There are a bunch of sprays and things like that. Obviously, there's new loot boxes to get, and as always, they give you a free loot box because they just do that, which is really good. I love it when they do that. They do that with every event. They're like, we're just going to give you one for free.
2: Um, <laughs> did you say that that's active right now? All right, I'm going to slow down active. my frame rate for a second. I'm going to see show chat what I got.
0: Okay. Well, I believe it's active right now anyway. I think people have been claiming what's in their loot boxes. So, yeah, the loot boxes are available for purchase as well. The other thing available with the event, there are three different maps. There are three new arena maps that you can choose from. There's Black Forest, which takes place in Eichenwald. It's like between the city of Eichenwald and the field where Bastion was in the last Bastion movie, it's in that area. Um, there's also Castillo. Castillo is, uh, it's kind of perched above Dorado and includes an area that has, it's basically Sombra's hideout, which is pretty cool. And then there's Necropolis. And Necropolis is, which map? It's outside the Temple of Anubis, I believe, correct?
2: That I'm not sure about. I think
0: it's outside the Temple of Anubis. And it's actually like Ana Amari was camped out there. And Jack Morrison was showing up for information or whatever. Anyway, it's three brand new maps that are kind of like affiliated with various maps that we already have. But because they're arena maps, they work a little bit differently. And there's different modes, too. There's a three versus a three versus three lockout elimination. There's a 1v1 limited duel. Um, and I think there's a different... I think maybe it's just the two modes, three maps. Anyway, regardless, those are in the game permanently, um, oh, they are? They're yeah, the even thing. when the event is over with, you'll still be able to like build a custom game or whatever with these maps. And they're, they're there permanently, um, which I appreciate, because I like it when they add new stuff like this. And particularly with like the arena maps and things like that, it keeps things fresh. And I yeah. appreciate them keeping things fresh. Um, but the skins, can we talk about the skins?
1: <laughs> I would hope so. Because
0: <laughs> those skins are amazing including you know May who has a beekeeper skin of all things um, of
2: course yeah it's so of course she, can, she would
0: she's got a beekeeper s- skin diva has this beautiful pinup kind of it's like this retro outfit that is absolutely amazing um oh wow i yeah.
2: i am just seeing these like i didn't have a chance to check these out before the podcast holy crap <laughs>
0: Your Sentai, Gen-
1: Sentai Genji is pretty
0: cool. Yeah, I do it's like Sentai green. Genji. Um, I really I really like how they put out a new Hanzo skin where Hanzo has been Genjified, which is... That's a new word. I just created it and made it up just now. Um, but then they also have Dune Buggy Bastion, and Dune Buggy Bastion has a Roadrunner on his shoulder, but it's a mechanical Roadrunner that's painted with his motif that looks like the starting flag for a race. <laughs> which Dude, I thought was pretty cool
2: the Sentai Genji is totally Green Power Ranger oh absolutely And, and
1: like Lu- Alice is saying, skin is Lucio's new skin is strange
0: Lucio's skin, Lucio <laughs> has a jazz skin which is fantastic because the other cool thing about Lucio's skin in particular the motif that plays, the music that plays when he does his abilities okay. is changed for the jazz skin and actually p- plays jazz music it's like a dra- jazz reworking of the theme
2: that is, oh, I love that. There, that which reminds me, there's like a, a YouTube channel that does that with com- like current day songs. Yeah, to make them. I think it's Modern Jukebox or something. I don't know, but yeah. uh, that's awesome. Um, the Tracer skin, Alex was thinking it's a Splatoon reference, and it I I could see it as a Splatoon reference. It looks like a Splatoon reference. We were
0: yeah, we've been batting this back and forth in the chat channel all morning. Um, or it's- in Slack all morning about whether or not these are references to various things. And we keep thinking that there is a distinct possibility that yes, this is the case because again, Tracer looks like she's kind of sort of like a a Splatoon reference, kind of sorta. Um, Diva to me screams fallout. <laughs> uh, just because. She oh does. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, because that whole motif and everything, um, the retro motif is that's a Fallout thing. It's just a the Oasis Fallout Symmetra
1: thing. is nice, but I don't know what it would be a reference to.
0: Um, I Alex said. It
2: is... See, that looks like a master skin to me. Like if she were in here as the storm, that is what I would expect a master skin to look like. That thing is badass.
1: I don't know what's going on with the Zarya skin either, but that's another nice one.
0: The Zarya skin is really neat too because it's like cyborg, Zarya, um, and. None of these are obviously things that you would actually find in-game or whatever. It's just they're cool skins. I mean, they aren't lore-reflective. Let me rephrase that. They're not reflective of lore or anything. Okay, Alex said that Symmetra is a reference to Lotus or someone from Warframe, which okay. actually... the, the to Google. The, yeah, well, the picture that he posted actually looks remarkably similar. The helm does. It's got, like, the two side oh. pieces. And the... Yeah, you see what I mean? So it's like it's like these anniversary skins are almost, they're kind of like hallmarks to other, other games that are out there, which is actually pretty cool. It's a pretty cool way to look at it. I don't know if that was intended deliberately. I'd like to think it is because these are all really distinctive. Uh, um, and if,
2: if you look up Lotus Prime, it's uh, a different I don't know if it's an official thing, but there's a Lotus Prime that is a color variant of the Lotus that is like this gold and silver that looks exactly like the Cementra outfit.
0: The other thing that they've come out with, all of the characters now have dances, which is pretty great. (laughs) Um, I I love the dances. They're beautifully done. They're very well animated. (laughs) Some of them are a little bit better than others. I think my favorite one is Reaper, and it's because he doesn't actually dance. He's just got his arms crossed over his chest, and he's sort of idly tapping one foot. Like, yeah, you're not going to get me dancing, but okay, I will acknowledge that there is a beat, and it exists.
2: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's me. That's, this is me. I'm watching it right now. This is what Mitch does.
0: Yeah, it's very, uh... It's very appropriate. So yeah, there are dances for each hero. There's the loot boxes. The loot boxes can have the skins. They can have the dances. There are 24 new voice lines, 25 sprays, 25 player icons, including golden player icons. And you get one free loot box just for logging in. You can earn more, obviously, by just playing the game and earning loot boxes. And the event runs through, I want to say, June 12th, I believe?
2: Yep, it's June 12th, and... Uh, I, honestly, I've been so busy with so many other Blizzard things that Overwatch has kind of been put on the back burner. Um, I definitely played, I played and got all the Halloween skins, I got a lot of the Christmas ones, and then there was, like, the Lunar event, and, um, the other...
1: You you missed the Insurrection thing or whatever.
2: Yeah, I, I played one round of Insurrection, but, like, I didn't actually actively go for those skins, but... I really like these anniversary skins, so I'm probably going to end up playing Overwatch a bunch again.
0: They're pretty awesome, and if you haven't picked up Overwatch yet, like you haven't bought it or anything like that, it is on sale right now. The PC edition is on sale. Standard is $10 off, and the Game of the Year PC edition is $20 off right now.
2: So... Is it going to be free play weekend coming up, or is that this past weekend?
0: I think that was this past weekend. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, you missed out then.
0: We talked about that last week.
1: <laughs> i got to say, seriously, oh, Blizzard, we... if you're paying attention, you need to like learn from this and from stuff you're doing in Heroes and apply it to other games like, say, World of Warcraft. It would be a smart move to put out new transmog pieces that you could get for
2: events. I have wanted that since Challenge Mode's introduced. In yeah, Challenge Dependaria, Mode's had special
1: armor, Yeah, and they need to bring that back because that's the thing that they took out. And it's
2: it's so underused the the idea of transmog as its own reward like not set pieces with stats and everything but just transmog pieces. I mean,
0: it they brought in the. I know with the holidays, like the standard holidays that they do every year, they always have like the usual stuff, and then if they add anything new, usually it's just like a pet or whatever. It would be cool if they had like themed transmog sets for holidays, especially
1: since. As Ian was pointing out before, you've put in those things for PVP where you can buy the complete old appearance of a set yeah. for Marks of Honor. You don't have to buy the pieces. You can just buy every piece of and the, put the appearance together. You could seriously just one one a year would be amazing. This is really something that I think that would be a, a great improvement to the game, but at this point we're pretty much done with news unless you guys have something else to throw in.
0: Um <laughs> No, I think think that was pretty much it. That's like all of the major stuff that has happened. Um, Obviously, it's a new week, so there's a new world boss out. I think it's Levantis. Is it Levantis? Is that No, Um, not Levantis. It's the Leviathan guy that's out. No, it is Levantis. It is Levantis. Levantis. Okay, Levantis is the world boss that's up this week if you're on U.S. realms. I don't know if it's the same in non-U.S. realms or not. I shouldn't say U.S. North American, because I think it's by region. So, yeah, North American... You're looking at Levantis. Go get your stuff. Um, I don't think that there's anything else particularly new or, or exciting this week. I believe no, the, this a... week,
1: it's right now it's still the uh, command center, I'm pretty sure. It's so the, still the command center, but quest? I think that there's
0: like a... There I is was, a new
1: weekly quest, yeah. yeah. Go kill three go kill three rare elites on that's, the Broken Shore. Yeah, that's oh.
0: what I was just going to say, except that you didn't let me get boring. to it. But that's okay. Um, but yeah, so if you're looking for that stuff, go get it. It's there. Alrighty, then. Go, get we're it. Gonna, Go get it, boys. We're,
1: we're going to move on to emails then. Uh, as is always the case, if you have an email for the show, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com and put either podcast or blizzardwatch in the subject line so we know it's for this show and not some other show. Um, as is usually the case, Anne reads them for us, so we're going to move it over to Anne now, and she's going to read them the emails for us. So,
0: Okay, our first email is from Cenuria Kelthazad, U.S., who says, hey, watchers, quick question for you this week. If we knew that one more big NPC were to die before or at the end of Legion, who would you think it would be? I would have guessed Velen sacrificing himself to finally destroy Jaden and free his people, but that could be a little redundant since we've already had alternate Velen die in Warlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of took away some of the impact. It's like, oh, we've got a spare. <laughs> anyway.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, thanks for all your answers and keep up being awesome, scenaria what do you guys think?
2: Uh, okay, so it, I'm going to answer this who I want to die, not who I think is going to die. I, Malfurion, get out of my world. I'm, I'm done with him. I don't want Malfurion around. His characters he's done with. So that's right, that's but my how answer. Would who, he,
0: how would he die? I don't
2: know. Maybe Logically he gets speaking. a broken heart and then yells, Tyrande, no! And that's that's how he goes out. I don't know. I just really don't like Malfurion when I'm gone.
0: Rossi?
1: I'm trying to think of an important Shadow Priest to kill off since we're playing petty. Huh. Shadow
2: Priest in lore? <laughs> yeah. There's like one of them, dude.
1: That one, then.
2: <laughs> Natalie Celine. Actually, your knife you dies. Off? Your knife I mean, dies. Well, that's actually probably better for the world. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, seriously, though. Um, there are some people that, you know, if you look at it, they're possible candidates for this. Um, I don't think it's going to be Cadgar. Because they just made Khadgar, like, you know, they did did the whole thing where, he, you know, Medivh told Khadgar, and this is some spoilers for Karazhan, but whatever, it's been out for a while. Um, Medivh tells Cadgar, you're the Guardian now, and Khadgar's like, I don't, I don't have the power. And Medivh's like, you don't need the power. You don't have to have the power of the Guardian. Just guard. The, the power was <laughs> with you all
0: along and all the friends you made along the way. Especially, especially since you can,
1: you can point those friends at the Legion. So do that. Especially that those ones over there with the big weapons. They look like they'd be good at killing things. Go point them at the Legion. But no, um, so I'm thinking Khadgar's not going to die. I don't think it's going to be anybody we haven't seen yet. Like, there's been characters who have been conspicuous by their absence. I don't think they're going to come in just to get killed. Um, Yrel!
2: That's a way to piss people off.
1: I was just thinking, like, you know, we haven't seen... Um, oh, bloody heck, Rathian! All expansion. You'd think this would be oh. the expansion that'd show up. So don't, I don't you tell me you want Rathian dead. Don't you even have anything against rathia my point is that he doesn't he hasn't had any thematic weight like there's no the only people who've actually had the thematic weight to die are like cadgar um velan is actually somebody's who been around enough that his death would mean something uh ilidan has been all over the place yeah. as much as uh, mitch didn't come up with any good reasons for it you could make a case for malfurion especially if if Ilidan's going to be around it's kind of hard to have both stormage brothers around at any given moment um Anduin is a possibility, but no, there's no no way they're going to kill him. There's no way they're going to kill him. Sylvanas is an actual real possibility. If you were going to kill somebody, Sylvanas would be a really good choice. Dramatically, I don't want her dead. Again, none of these are characters I want gone. I'm just looking at the story and saying, okay, whose death would be big enough? You know what I'm saying? Thrall.
2: Okay, yeah, I thought Thrall was going to... Before the expansion came out and they were talking about Broken Shore being serious, uh, I thought Thrall... I did, I did, and I didn't think because I know Thrall is like I don't you know, think because son's baby and he's like the Blizzard character. I don't think they'll kill him off, which
1: I don't you don't necessarily
2: think is a good reason.
1: I don't but, think they're gonna kill him off because they haven't used him. Yeah, it's just nobody would. If, people who've played WoW for years would be like, Oh my god, but people who just started playing are gonna be like, Huh, that guy who showed up briefly at the beginning and then never saw him again?
2: Yeah, why would you kill him?
1: So my know. thing is, I don't think we're going to, I don't know think that we're going to have another shocking NPC death. I feel like they've done that. They've played that card, but we're not really talking about kill. Jaden's a big deal. Like I've gone back and I've done enough warlord stuff and I've been running hellfire Citadel and whether or not you kill kill Jaden on mythic when the cinematic plays kill Jaden is indisputably on Draenor when he actually dies. Yeah. He is not in the nether when he kills over cause he's alive to send Goldon through the portal. And that's that's Archimond, a- not Kill Jaden. Yeah. Sorry, Archimond. When Archimond does all this, he's indisputably on Drenor. So he's still out there. He can still come back. So if we were to kill Kill Jaden in the Nether, that would be a big deal. That would actually be the end of him. And that would be something that, if that happened at the end of the expansion, that would be a big moment. It would be an actual, tangible victory. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: I- yeah, I. I still feel like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of hoping Blizzard does something sneaky with Jaden, just based on how he reacted in the cinematic.
1: No, I'm sorry. If they try to redeem Jaden, I'm done.
2: I don't know. I don't want them to redeem him, but I could see, I don't know, something happening with him.
0: He has potential. More than, more than, just, more than
2: just he dies at the end of the raid. Like, I, If that's all that happens, I mean, it, fair enough, but there's a lot of story potential, I think. That they could at least set up for later expansions. But I don't know about dying in this expansion.
0: That cinematic was pretty interesting. Um, I liked the way that that cinematic played out. And it made me look at Jaden and go, Huh, maybe there's more to this than we know. And yeah. I kind of appreciate that outlook. I think that the only one to make any kind of sense if we were going to lose somebody else that was really significant would be Cadgar, Because, I mean... If you look at it right now, we lost a major alliance figure. We lost a major horde figure, although I don't know how major, because they didn't actually let him go anywhere before they killed him off. Thanks, guys. Still bitter. Hashtag. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so the only logical option left, unless they want to, you know, brush against the ire of, of the fans by killing off another, like... We lost two heroes from the alliance, and they only lost one or we lost two heroes from the horde, and they only... you know that whole argument because that argument does exist, and I know that you know Blizzard doesn't try to cater to that argument or anything, but it's still it exists it's out there um cadgar seems like the only likely option here, and the,
2: there's also oh, keep going
0: the reason I say cadgar is because it's only natural for a guardian to kind of sacrifice themselves in the name of duty or whatever, Uh, you know, Medivh did it, Medivh was corrupted, Medivh came back, Medivh tried to fix the world, and then once we were done with Warcraft 3, he said very specifically, he said that the the time for Guardians is done, you know, I'm going to leave the world in mortal hands and take my place among the legends of the past and all that other stuff. Well, now he's saying, okay, nope, we need a Guardian again, and uh, Khadgar, I guess you're it, because logically, you're powerful enough to do it. and. You know, as much as Cadgar protests or whatever, is he going to fill that role? Yeah, if he feels like he has to. But it—it's at the same time. it it almost feels like we have played out Dadgar, and maybe it's time to put that particular baby to bed. (laughs) They're
2: also—they've been. Hasn't there been hints at Cadgar having a thing for what is it, Archmage
0: Madera? Okay, we talked about this last week, so we're not going to have this discussion
2: again. (laughs) I'm just saying, like. It, they, could, they could build up a tragic romance and have either no. him or her mm, die. No. Tragic romance.
1: Modera, first off, isn't interesting enough. We don't know enough about her. She's just there. And, and for that matter, I'm going to just say it. Cadgar isn't interesting enough. Plus, Khad- he is an Alliance figure, no matter how much he tries to get away from it. He's a classic Warcraft II Alliance yeah. character. He's one of the Sons of Lothar. He still says Sons of Lothar sometimes. Well, and then we maybe they will
2: kill off Dalrissa.
1: We're not going to kill anybody you know, but if I they're mean... going to kill someone... Jan's completely correct. If they're going to kill somebody, they need somebody of the Cadgar weight. They need somebody who's been around this expansion enough that... Oh. You...
2: Uh, Royal Payday in chat, what about Illyria or Turalyon? Because... No,
0: oh, because on. we don't care about either one of those people. We've, we we care to the extent that we've been waiting for them to show up for so long. And if they showed up just to die, like within the first, what, month or two of us actually figuring out where they were at, people would be so mad. Myself included. Um, the howling would not stop. It Yeah, well, people would same, be... Same
2: thing... With the other person, the chat suggested Jaina. If if they if no. they have her disappear and then kill her off, that would not go well.
0: Uh, people would be legit ticked off. I, I I'm still kind of annoyed that they just decided to shelve Jaina for this expansion for some reason. Um, I didn't think it was necessary, but okay, you know, if you want to bring in Pet Cadgar, Ka- have him play dad the whole expansion, that's fine. But I feel like a sacrifice of that magnitude would have to be a character like Cadgar. I mean, even, you know, I thought idly about the possibility of Maeve, but Maeve, I don't think that she's done enough. And What about Greymane? No, I don't think that they'd get rid of again. They just Gen got rid right of Varian alliance thing again. Yeah. yeah, they just, just, they, just yeah. they just got rid of Varian and Gen's kind of he's like, "Okay, well, I'll be your dad figure, I guess," to Anduin. So, you know,
2: yeah, which would make it super tragic if Anduin lost him again. It, and then he is... could fulfill his destiny of becoming an emo shadow priest. No. It's just the worst
1: storytelling I can imagine.
0: It would be bad. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't... I lose don't,
2: two deaths.
1: I don't want them to kill Sylvanas. I really don't. I think it would be a bad move. I think there's a lot more to do with Sylvanas. Yeah. But I think, honestly, even having Nathanos die would make more sense. Because at least Nathanos...
0: Ooh, I has want done them...
1: things. No, I don't want that. Either. That's the problem with this. The characters they're talking about, you don't want any of them to die. You want no.
2: them to tell Malfur- stories with them. Malfurion. I want him no. to die. See, <laughs> going, on, going on record as saying, I do actually want Malfurion
0: Except to die. the yeah, yeah. elf. We could kill the elf. We're okay
2: yeah. with that. Find find a way to kill Malfurion, and uh, we will be
1: peachy. I won't be all in sub. Okay. Well, Straight up. No!
0: Well timed. Well played.
1: Let's go ahead and move on to the next email. <laughs> Since we got into a heap fight on this one.
0: Yeah. Our next email is from Steven, who says, Hello, y'all. Looking at the achievement list, there are ones to collect sets. Like, to mol- the, the Molten Core one is called It's So Hot in Here. The problem I'm having is, how do I know what I'm missing? To- Do I have to keep the items, or can I vendor them once they're collected? Do I have to put them on at the same time? Ugh, please help Steven. Okay, Steven, this is all I have been doing for like the past three weeks, so I feel like I'm equipped to answer you here. Here's how you do it, and it's kind of a pain in the butt. If you go into your wardrobe right now, there is a new tab. The new tab was added, I think, with the last patch that came out. Um, You'll see your standard appearance tab, and then the next tab next to it says Sets. And if you click on the sets, it'll show you all of the set collections that you can get. And those are the sets that are being referenced for those achievements. So like the Molten Core one, to get it so hot in here, you would scroll down, you'd find the Molten Core set for your particular class, go ahead and click that, and it'll show you a row of all of the pieces in the set. There's, like, icons for all of the pieces in the set, and the ones that you don't have are grayed out. The nice part about them is if you mouse over it, it'll tell you where you can get that set from. It'll tell you if it's from a vendor. It'll tell you if it's a boss drop and what boss it drops off of, or it'll tell you if there's, like, more than one variant. It will list both, both variants for that appearance. So that makes it... You can it tab. Little, yeah. You can tab between
2: yeah. the... The one downside is that when it says vendor, it literally just says vendor. So if you're like, where do I get this? You That's what go.
0: Wowhead is for. And yeah. Wowhead's really great um, for that. But
2: I, I am giving a demonstration for anyone watching this live on Twitch.
0: Okay. This is, so here's, this is thing. here's the deal. If you purchase an item from a vendor, it'll say that you have to wait one hour, or you can return the item within one hour or two hours it's two or however hours. long it is to get your refund back from the vendor. If you buy something from the vendor, learn its appearance, and then immediately turn around to sell it back to the vendor, you will unlearn that appearance. So you have to hold it in your bags until it's completely learned. Or, Or, or or. would you guys just let me finish? Or... (laughs) Or, you can go to your transmog vendor, transmog that item. Just transmog it onto something random. As soon as you transmog it, it's in your inventory. You You can't... you can't sell it back to the vendor for the full whatever. So that's an easy way to get rid of the whole two hour oh, countdown if you if don't feel for like some waiting. Reason,
1: if for some reason you don't want to transmog it, I don't know why and you do want to make sure you get rid of that thing immediately, you can put it into void storage. That'll do it too. That'll
2: I was going to say, just delete it. My method seems to work You can do that too. Molo.
1: You can, you can just delete it. But... As long as you don't get the refund. That's the yeah. important thing. Yeah, Alessandra also pointed he, out he in the chat, chat channel
0: yeah, Alexander pointed out in the chat channel that you can also slap a cheap enchant on it if you're an enchanter or you have access to cheap enchants. Yeah. Putting an enchant on anything, an item will yeah. bind it to you. Basically anything gets just rid of the Yeah, watch
2: yeah. your chat log for this item's appearance is no longer in your appearance tab. But something. once
0: it's been added to your wardrobe, like legit added to your wardrobe, you can't return it for a refund or anything then you can delete those pieces or vendor them or whatever. You don't have to hang on to them anymore. You're good. Um, The only thing Uh, that I I find awkward about it, and I want to know, because you guys do all of this transmog collecting stuff too, right? The only thing that I find awkward about it is that you can have the achievement tab like the achievement window open but if you go to open the collection tab so you can look up the collection for the achievement that you're trying to look up you can't have both of those open at the same time
2: (laughs) i tried to do that as you were yeah so you have to remember i was like oh wait
0: rossi do you have any way around that or is that just something you deal with Uh, i'm just trying to collect all the
1: sets so i don't care like i i want all the sets so the achievement doesn't matter. I'll get the achievement when I get all the sets, all of them. What I wish, will have all of
0: them. What I wish, what would alleviate this problem, and, and what I wish oh, you they can't had. track it though. Yeah, well, you can track it. What I wish though was that in the set in the set tab that you've got on the wardrobe under the different sets, if it would just list along with the set name or whatever it is, it, if it would list its associated achievement right underneath it, so you know mm-hmm. which one you're going for. Oh, be I... nice.
1: See, for people who actually want the achievements, that's cool. Yeah. For me, who just wants the looks and the completion of the, tr- of the sets, that would just be more clutter that I don't care about. Well, but no, it's just like one guys,
0: line of text on the window that's otherwise mostly empty. You
1: know what it should be instead of that? You know what? when they have the picture of your character in the gear underneath the stuff?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking actually, about. Actually have the achievement box be there. Right, that's what I'm talking so, about. There's that big blank box there. That's yeah, just a picture of you and your character in that gear. Stick something in there. Just a little, oh. oh, hey, by the way, this achievement is with this particular set. So you know what you're going for. You usually get
1: the achievement if there's multiple versions of the same set. Yeah. Like if it's, since we're talking about Firelands, if you have both the normal and heroic uh, version, the, the, the transmog, the achievement will come with you get either of them. It doesn't care. It doesn't say, oh, well, they have heroic, so here's the You don't the heroic have to version. get both
0: the normal and the heroic. Yeah. You can get one Just or get the one. other. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, um, oh, that's... God, we'd be collecting for so long.
2: <laughs> I will be anyway, because I want all Keeping of Keeping the... in mind, though, there are the armor sets that show up in your class hall. Like it's it's an armor rack and it's literally just the shoulders and the helm on an armor rack. But those do require specific difficulties. Usually it's the lowest one, but if you're after the achievement and you want to see armor hanging in your class hall, um, you might want to look that up. That's, just if you're,
1: that's weird though because I have I've got armor sets that I've had this whole time that I did not have the complete set on when the translight really? thing came up. Yeah, and, I had onslaught this whole time.
2: No, no, no. That's the the armor racks in your class hall have been in yes. the game since beta. I understand that. It, yeah. What I'm saying
1: is they don't care if the armor is complete because I did not have the complete Onslaught set as the game later determined for this, and I've had Onslaught on my dummy the whole time. And, and I've had the Warrior Tier 10 on my dummy the whole time, and I've got all Warrior Tier 10s, and it's the normal set that they're displaying. I've got the full heroic set. I... Th- so it doesn't it's it's weird and complicated it
2: is not i never never encountered that
0: hawks nine in the chat channel says that the overachiever add-on makes the achievements window stay open and makes it movable um that's cool actually i didn't know that i don't have that add-on um i don't have a lot of add-ons i have like my collection but i don't overachiever is not among those that i have in my add-on collection it's still something that i wish that they would put in you know with a default UI, just because it seems like that would be an intuitive, make sense kind of thing
1: They do, They have this thing where, like, you know, the achievement window and other windows don't open at the same time. And it can no. be kind of annoying, like, when you're trying to do certain things. Like, I'm trying to, I also, I had to make sure that I knew this. I didn't know this for the longest time. When you're on a transmog mount or at the transmog vendor, the uh, the window that opens isn't the window we're talking about. The, yeah, that's not the wardrobe. You need to use the actual wardrobe that's out, down on your It's in your, your
0: collections tab. Yeah, in your yeah. collections tab. So transmog, make sure you're
1: looking at the right one.
2: Transmog will usually only show what you have, right? Whereas yeah. the wardrobe can show everything.
1: Yeah, oh, wardrobe no, can, can be filtered.
0: I, wait, can you show what you haven't collected in the transmog? When, no, you can't because it's not specifically vendor, no. going to transmog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The right. vendor
1: only shows the sets you have when you're trying to use the sets feature.
0: Last note, Royal Payday in the chat channel says I want the preview window of you wearing the item to be larger. I fully agree with that statement just because I yeah. like looking at my character and seeing I wish how there was beautiful an option they to look. It. I, I the I preview wish there window was an option is also...
2: For for gnomes, the gnome is weirdly large in the preview window itself.
0: It scales it. It's yeah. it's,
2: it's kind of annoying though.
0: Well, the thing is is like... With a, with a Lady Blood Elf character, they show up really small in that little preview window. I'm not going to complain about that preview window, though, because I remember in Vanilla before we had the preview oh, window when oh, you yeah. just bought stuff blind off the auction house and hoped it didn't look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when they added that to the auction house and you were so confused for like a week? What? Like, yeah. what is that? The what whole is... preview thing? Yeah. No, when, when they added... said they were adding that, I was singing its praises before it ever showed up because I was like, yay, I don't have to look like an idiot anymore. <laughs> Well, I still did because plate. Yeah, yeah. I did too. (laughs) Because I was like, you only have so much gold and you're really saving up for that mount, which is really expensive at that point in
1: time. Remember when a thousand gold was driving you crazy, the idea you'd never reach a thousand gold? Oh
0: God, do I ever. It was crazy.
2: Also, you could inspect players, not see their talents, and when you inspected their armor, you saw what set bonuses you had for that class, not which ones they had.
0: Yeah, that was...
2: That always... I found
0: funny. Vanilla was a strange, wild, weird time. Anyway, next email is from <laughs> the- <laughs> I made it. Okay. Okay. This is from <laughs> Barack Obama, Pandaren Miss Weaver Monk, Darkspear. That's very good. <laughs> I don't even have to read the rest of the email. I'm happy with that. We could call it a podcast now. No. Okay. Okay. So, uh, He says, greetings, watchers. Vanilla player recently returned. I'm growing more interested in the lore largely thanks to your podcast. I tried to read Shadows of the Horde, and I'll be honest, it didn't thrill me. I'm not sure why. Maybe because trolls aren't my fave? Anyway, what's the best novel to start with? And by quote-unquote start, I mean as if you had no idea what WoW was. There's also a bonus question here, but we will get to that after we answer this one. Um, I don't know. Rossi, go.
1: I'm going to almost always go with Rise of the Horde. It sets up what the Horde is, it sets up how they got to the point where they're you know, not demon blood-drinking maniacs anymore. If, if you want to understand the foundation of the modern World of Warcraft world, uh, Rise of the Horde is basically your best start. Because it sets up everything that leads to the Third War and, and tells you why the Horde is what it is and why it's not just a bunch of motley monsters out to destroy the world anymore. So, yeah, um. I would definitely go with Rise of the Horde.
2: I know you said novel in this email, but you also mentioned lore and having no idea what WoW was. Uh, the Chronicle books are both out, and they're not, you know, novels per se in that they have a story, but they're a huge collection of WoW lore that is also, you know, full of very pretty pictures. So, I uh, you can see some previews of that online if you haven't already, yeah. and see if that's sort of the thing you might be interested in because. Yeah, I that, feel like Chronicles
1: a little bit more of a deep dive than he was looking for, though. It,
2: well, it, it is a deep dive, and that's you know there. are I'm pretty sure Amazon or whatever has like a previews of the first couple pages or something, but it's an option for if you know the storytelling aspect of getting lore isn't hooking you on the books.
0: I um I wouldn't recommend Chronicle to a brand new person that's brand new to the lore because it is fairly involved reading there's more the the ratio of words to pictures is is fairly <laughs> fairly lopsided there's a lot more words but um if you want like a basic lore primer go look up the ultimate visual guide the ultimate visual guide is it's seriously full of pictures and by that i mean there are illustrations on every single page throughout that thing it doesn't go it's not a comprehensive deep dive into lore what it is is it's kind of like it's a lore primer. It's, it's an introductory kind of thing, but it's also nonfiction. Um, And by nonfiction, I mean, it's more like an encyclopedia or a guide than it is a novel where you're reading about characters and there's dialogue and all the other traditional stuff. Um, Chronicle is much more like an encyclopedia. It's like a history book where you're reading it. It's, you know, you're not following the adventures of a main character or anything. It's not like your standard fiction book. I don't want to call it nonfiction, though, because it's not (laughs) nonfiction. Everything that's in this book is made (laughs) up. It's just, it it reads more like a nonfiction piece of material than it does a novel itself. Um, As far as the novels go, the actual novels that are out there to read, um, my first novel, my first WoW novel that I ever read was Lord of the Clans. And... It's by Christy Golden. It was the first one that she did for World of Warcraft. Um, it tells the story of Thrall, how he came to power with a new Horde. Um, and it's it's about as intro as you get to the idea of the Horde itself. Um, personally, I'm a big fan of Golden's writing. Uh, Shadows of the Horde was really tied into the Mists of Pandaria expansion. The events that took place in Shadows of the Horde were events that were specifically referenced within a patch in the Mists of Pandaria expansion so they're not so much it's not so much what I would call an introductory thing as a oh wow all of this story that's going on right now is super interesting I want to know more where did Vol'jin go when this thing happened to him oh this novel tells me where he went um and once you have that kind of context then yeah Shadows of the Horde is really good but uh as an introductory novel I don't know if I'd recommend it as such uh I don't know I Like I said, I've got a soft spot in my heart for Lord of the Clans, but I also see the argument for Rise of the Horde because Rise of the Horde is another really good one. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's oh, also Christy Golden. Yeah. Also the <laughs> if we the were going to talk about my... short
2: stories yeah. are out there too and they, they just put up... A, there's the one from right after Wrath of The Lich King ends chronologically and then there's the one from right before this expansion, I believe, that just came out a couple weeks ago. And the, I mean, those aren't novels, again. I am.
0: Oh, the short stories?
2: Short, yeah, the short stories, but those are interesting reads like
0: yeah i recommend going and reading all all of the short stories because the short stories are free i mean you could just go read them on the website those are great um if i was
1: gonna though, if we're picking out a novel just in terms of me liking it the best as opposed to like it serving the purpose of introducing someone to world of warcraft yeah uh i would probably go with um the last guardian
0: last guardian was absolutely hands down my favorite it's still my favorite to this day i love (laughs) mediev
1: I, just, I think in a lot of ways The Last Guardians are useful if you you know, if you know—if want to know how we got to where we are in some places, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really tell you much about the, wor- the World of Warcraft. It just its sort of its own little it's contained story. It's pre-World
0: of Warcraft. It's like Warcraft Two era. Um, Lord of the Clans is pre-World of Warcraft, but it's Warcraft Three era. The Arthas novel is Warcraft Three era, and then it kind of folds into World of Warcraft. Um, Rise of the Horde, again, it's pre World of Warcraft, but it kind of ties into Warcraft at the end. Um, They're pretty good with the novels, as far as tying the novels into things. But yeah, I I would say Lord of the Clans, Rise of the Horde, either one of those are good first starts. Um, We also have a chronological guide to all of this stuff on the website, if you're just interested in reading you know, Warcraft history, like, read the novels in the order that they appear in the timeline. Um, I, I can't remember what the first... I think the first one in that is, like, Dawn of the Aspects, but again... I mean, if you're just looking for a good read, something that's light, not too heavy, something to get you kind of introduced into things, a Christy Gold novel, you will never go wrong. Unless you guys want to contradict me on that one. You'll always go wrong. (laughs) Christy's really good at what she does.
2: (laughs) Which, now what she does is works at Blizzard.
0: Okay, so now there is a special bonus question. Special bonus question. I'd also like to develop some RP for a human hunter that relates to the Alliance Navy. Is my understanding correct that Jaina Proudmore and Theramore are the best representatives of Alliance seafaring lore? Rossi, I know you can go off on this for a while.
1: I don't know if I'd say Jaina is specifically, but Theramore no. absolutely wasn't. Cult Heros was. Um, but they Theramore all ended up basically... in
0: Theramore. Well, well some so of them Theramore... did.
1: Thermor is basically built out of the remnants of who, the people that Jaina pulled across when she was fleeing from Lordaeron. So it was actually chunks of the Lordaeron name.
0: There's Lordaeron some, and Kul Tiras some, Tiras both. Yeah, it was
1: some Kul Tiras loyal, so that were loyal to her. Um, it was some mostly Lordaeron people. And it was some Gilneans, not a lot. There was uh, the Gilneas Brigade that went over. Crowley sent them. They went over with her. And that's basically it. It was more of a... Like, it's basically... The reason that Theramore was naval was because they came across the sea on boats and this is where they settled. It wasn't... Calling it the Alliance Navy. Nowadays, the Alliance Navy's power is very much ra- rests in Stormwind. That's why they have those giant docks in Stormwind with a huge dry dock. And it's and their, not you know, like
0: kind of, Theramore's around anymore. Yeah.
1: Theramore is a, basically a smoking crater. There are so,
2: no more. But
1: the, you, you've, you've got... You've got the uh the, the right now. If you want to talk about the Alliance Navy, the Alliance Navy is mostly Stormwind. Um, there's some from Darnassus. There's very little from the Exodar. There's like one or two boats. So there's not not a ton from them. Both the dwarves and the gnomes don't really have their own navy so much as they work on. The gnomes helped con construct those big like seafaring like kind of water wheel ships that the Alliance uses now. Those are a gnomish design basically or Dwarven designs with Gnomish help. There's stuff like that. But it, it, the, the Gnomes built submarines. The Alliance has submarines that are from the Gnomes. If you did, like, if in Warlords of Draenor, if you did the naval ships, you can kind of see the ships the Alliance has. Most of the power comes from Stormwind. That is the source of Alliance Navy right now. Uh, Theramore, even when Theramore was a going concern, it was a small settlement. It was basically people that Jane brought over. It's a port town, Ther-
0: but yeah. Yeah.
1: It was it wasn't even like a that big a deal on Kalimdor. That's why when it got destroyed, it basically meant that we didn't have a base in the swamp anymore. Like uh, you know, Dustwallow Marsh. Now we just we don't have that one base in Dustwallow Marsh. In terms of its actual influence on the continent, it was relatively minor. Uh I would definitely say that Stormwind is the source of the Alliance Navy. Jaina isn't representative of the Alliance Seafaring Lore, except that she is the rightful ruler of Calteris. Um, whether or not the people of Kul Tiras will accept her as ruler, all things considered, who knows? I don't know. We haven't seen hide nor hair of Kul Tiras this game. It's been gone. It, it, when we get Cataclysm, everyone's like, oh, we're going to see Kul Tiras. Like, nope. No, nope, Where is it? We don't know. It's...
2: Weren't there some Kul Tiras people in uh, Kalimdor, like Dorotar area? Ones, yes.
1: Those are the ones that came over with uh, with, with Admiral
0: Proudmore, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: They, they weren't. They were. We,
1: we don't. He came over, and he was like, there was a disaster. And it's like, we don't know. He never tells you what happened to Kul He never says oh. anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, as don't... far as
2: Kul presence in game, it's minimal. But there's like a couple mobs that just have it... Kul before the name. Just and because. when you go
0: back, when you go back to the original lo- Alliance of Lordaeron and the Second War, Kul was very much the navy. Yeah, that absolutely. that was the Alliance navy was Kul But it's no longer there anymore. And Stormwind is the only one of those old kingdoms that really has any kind of naval power at this point so yeah i mean that's it right. and
1: Alterac, ruins um strom is split between forsaken to the to the east i mean to the west uh horde, you know regular horde to the east and gilneas a, is just yeah, a mess gilneas, yeah gilneas uh, is a mess. Personal
2: recommendation is take the hunter aspect take the navy aspect become part of the Tuscar navy ride one of them giant turtles with the carrots hanging in front of it and just do your thing
0: Mitch does no. enjoy being creative. I <laughs> do. It's just yeah.
1: That. If you're trying to be a human hunter related to the Alliance and not to walrus people who don't even who are once <laughs> and,
2: hunting,
1: who supposedly die when they come south, yet there's one in Pandaria, so you got me. Um, but if you wanted to like do like an actual human hunter who's involved in the, the current Alliance seafaring lore, your best bets: Stormwind. Cause those are the guys, but he could certainly be from Theramore or Kul Tiras. Theramore did have like, you know, it had boats and it did have somewhat of a fleet, but it wasn't when, when the big trouble with the Horde started up and Theramore thought it was going to get blockaded, they called for help from the Alliance immediately. They knew they did not have the Naval forces to stand up to the Horde. Um, in fact, that was, that was Garrosh's plan. He knew that if he pushed Theramore, they'd call for help. Then he could drop his mana bomb on them and kill everybody.
0: Yeah. Um, your other potential thread that you could look at if you're just doing a human hunter is you could make them a remnant of Gilnaeus's navis because Gilnaeus had its own naval group, and Gilnaeus did its own naval trade and things like that. it wasn't it wasn't as prevalent in later days because Gilneas was kind of cut off from the rest of everything else, but it did exist they at one point in time.
2: Up for far too long. Yeah,
0: but it did exist for at one point in time. So that's another hook that you could go with if you wanted to. Anyway, um, I'm going to say that wraps us up for emails, and that also wraps us up for the show. Blizzard Watch, it's made possible to do the generous contributions at patreon.com slash and your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your questions answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads free site experience.
1: Thank you very much, Anne. Uh, again, if you have an email for the show, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with either podcast or Blizzard Watch in the subject line so we know it's for this show. Uh, This has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be here next week.